0: Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. do really appreciate you making us a part of your morning schedule. The show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And Kate Buddy is our guest this morning. Kate with Intermountain. She's, uh, she's got an incredibly cool job. We're going to talk about that today. Kate, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having I, me. I appreciate it. Uh, was Did you draw the straw or was it drawn for you?
1: Uh, it was offered to me, so I could I could opt out, which was nice.
0: <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you being willing to come in. Uh, could you introduce yourself to listeners? Tell them who, who you are.
1: Sure. Uh, so I work at Intermountain. Um, I'm one of their residential therapists. And they have um, the campus here in Helena that serves, I mean, they serve a variety of populations, but I'm specifically mm-hmm. in their residential treatment center. So kids 4 to 14 from montana and all over the u.s um and then the other thing that i do is i have my own private practice and so that's kind of evolved into doing equine assisted mental health um and i yeah. serve a lot of the population at intermountain too It's cool. all my client base
0: so in terms of uh, residential like well we got the two jobs let's let's <laughs> talk about the first one you listed off there what, what does that mean for your day-to-day job what, what do you do when you go to work
1: Yeah. So the pandemic has kind of changed that. I used to be um, one of the cottage therapists. So I'd be in one of the houses. Um, Now I do all sorts of things. So I work in the school doing school groups. Um, I have a couple of cases in the cottage. I help with mentoring. I've been at Intermountain for total, I think about seven years. I was a direct care staff first and um, went back, got my master's And then they decided to have me back as a therapist which was pretty awesome yeah
0: so how how did you end up there you've been there for uh, quite some time
1: um well I graduated from Carroll and um when I graduated I was like I probably should get some experience in the field in psychology that I graduated in and applied at all sorts of places here in Helena and Intermountain was the place that hired me so they just kind of that's, that was my first job experience after okay. college. So, yeah.
0: so why that field? Why why psychology? I, you know, there, there's so many different areas, obviously, in life to go into. Why is that yours?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, growing up, I was really into horses and riding, and so my first passion or dream was to be a vet. Um, and then I realized I was not going to be able to spend time with the things that I loved, and mm-hmm. came back to Helen. I was in Bozeman. Um, and they have, now it's the anthrozoology program, Yeah. but then it was human-animal bond. So I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, I thought maybe nursing. And in the meantime, my mom was like, you should really check out this program. So got signed up for that, um, meant, met one of the experts in the field, Leif Halberg, and she's one of, like a friend and mentor now, um, really fell in love with it and it really matched the way that I had worked with horses and the trainers I had had that had been really impactful in my life. Um, And then psychology just kind of paired. So... Yeah, I graduated with a uh, psychology and then a minor in human-animal bond with an equine focus. So, so. a minor in horses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> really, I wanted the horses. I needed <laughs> the psychology. Right. <laughs> Kate Buddy's with us this morning. And um, so, w- what is that like for you? Obviously, like you said, the, the, the pandemic changed everything. What's that been like for you? It, it has to be a little bit, um, you know, the kids don't know exactly what their life looks like you don't either Mm -hmm. yeah everything just is so jumbled it's like playing you know boggle and everything got switched around
1: yeah it um was really scary at first and also it also provided opportunities though to kind of slow down and focus on what was important which wasn't that was a positive thing for me Mm -hmm. that came out of this um and then it also made us be really creative because the tools that we had or even just our resources on campus had to be more limited to just try to protect our certain areas um, and the kiddos that we serve. So at first it was kind of like, what's going to happen? It was hard to get staff. It was hard to have kids come to campus. Uh, We also ended up merging some houses together to kind of make the best treatment we could. Um, So for me in that, it was just really scary because I was like, what's going to happen with my job? Um, But It has turned out and developed into something that i think is really cool it's provided some some different opportunities that i wouldn't have thought in my
0: life yeah so So has that stabilized at least a little bit obviously we're not done with this thing but it seems like things have sort of started to balance out
1: yeah i mean it's definitely it feels like it's opening up more i mean with this new variant there's things that we Mm. have to adjust to still um staffing is still really hard so if anybody wants to come work at a really great organization put your application in um but other than that it's starting to feel a little bit more normal which is nice yeah
0: kate buddy's with us this morning she's from inner mountain and uh, she's also our resident horse whisperer um explain to us you, you've got the equine uh thing I, I guess explain to us what that is
1: yeah so um equine assisted mental health it's partnering with horses in a therapeutic setting so just like if you would go to a therapist and sit in the office, um, it, everything's the same except for now we're in a barn or on the farm um, and horses are a part of it. So what I think is really interesting about this is horses are social just like like humans are. So they interact with us. Um, they feed off of energy. For me, it's I can read their body language and how they're responding to our activation levels. And so it's really helped – um, me cue in on maybe things that clients are guarding from because the horses are then responding and Mm -hmm. we get to be curious. Um, it also is can be really motivating because people just like to be, some people like to be around horses. Um, and then with the pandemic and us not being able to have like touch or that close proximity, it's also really helped because the horses they can't get COVID so they can provide some of that touch. Um, and they're just really big. It's different than a dog yeah. or a smaller animal that you can maybe control. They just have a huge presence. So yeah.
0: So how how did that connect with Intermountain? Like it makes sense, but how did Intermountain finally go? Hey, we should do something with horses. How long's that been going on?
1: Yeah. Um, so I've been bugging them about it. I mean, ever since I started working at Intermountain, I'm like, "What do you guys <laughs> think about this?" At some point, um, and then listen, new girl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, We're just going to learn this for right now. Um, and so then when I, I left for a little bit, uh, right after grad, grad school and then came back, and when I came back, they were really more interested in it. And I have a coworker um, who's also really passionate about horses. And so she kind of helped connect with residential leadership and, um, you know, kind of figure out some piloting stuff. And it we do a developmental relational approach. And so I use that same lens with the horses. Um, and similar to, like, if you were doing play therapy or a different kind of modality, I just use the dynamics that people engage with the horses and use curiosity to look at, you know, what does this look like when you're interacting with your parents or with other people? Because inherently, they kind of fall back into those same patterns. So,
0: Yeah, it's such an interesting thing. Uh, we're talking with Kate Buddy this morning on Coffee Break. We've got a few minutes before we have to go to break. And, um, you know, I, this is something that my assumption is a lot of folks— don't really know a whole lot about. You, you must have to explain what you do everywhere you go.
1: I do, yeah, they don't really know. I mean, people think it's playing with horses or riding horses. Um, and there's certainly people who do uh, use mounted work. I don't, I do everything on the ground. Okay. I like to limit any kind of like contact points. So the horses are typically free and free to engage in the interactions with the people and leave as they want, um, which, just kind of provides opportunities to look at, you know, what does that bring up for you? Or what maybe, how are you kind of, um, you know, like, um, presenting in your body? Do you need to calm down so that you can be more social? Do you need to kind of wake yourself up some more so you can be more on guard, um, Yeah, it's really slowing it down and just kind of looking at the interactions has provided some pretty cool opportunities to look at. What is that?
0: So in general, what's the feedback you've gotten? I mean, like you said, you were kind of bugging them for a long time. Like, hey, we should do this. But then there's that pressure of, hey, they said yes. Now (laughs) I have to actually turn something in. Like, what's the feedback, Ben?
1: So the parents and the kids love it. I have some that come out, some kids that come out and they kind of grumble and go, why do I have to be here? And then, I mean, they kind of fall into Mm -hmm. it and really love being with the horse. And it's usually about something else. Um, I've had some other parents that it's been harder. They just don't connect to it and that's okay. And even in that, there's been really cool experiences that the horses have given them. And I I hope that they're thinking about that and they will come back to it at some point in their life. Uh, but overall, I just, people seem to really enjoy it. They love being around the horses. They're just kind of regulating. They like the insights that it brings. Um, and then the setting is just really beautiful. I do it out of my parents' place, Spring Hill Stables. So. And um, where's that at? It is just below Unionville, so it's about four miles out of town, backs up to National Forest Service. So it's just, it's beautiful. I've had like a moose and a baby moose come and interrupt our session. So it's just, you don't get that in an
0: office. Right, yeah. We're going to, you know what, now's a good time. Um, We do have to take a break at some point. So we'll go ahead and do that now. Uh, Lots more to dig into with this coming up on Coffee Break. Welcome back to Coffee Break. Troy Shockley with you this morning. The show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. And Kate Buddy is with us this morning. Uh, she is with Inner Mountain and uh, also an expert in all things equine-assisted mental health. Did I get that right? You did. Thank all you. Right. All <laughs> right. So we, we were talking before the break. Uh, we started talking a little bit about uh, about the horses and, and, and stuff that you're doing. Um animal assisted treatment is used in in a lot of areas, isn't it? I mean mm-hmm. from from uh, mental health to uh, even physical health sort of recovering from injury and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can use it for therapy for um I mean physical therapists will do it's hippotherapy. And then there's just therapeutic riding with um people who have disabilities or and that could be developmental or it could be I I'm also trained in that, and I've worked with people that are paraplegic that are just working on kind of creates the same movement in their body as walking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, how did, is there like a a set date in a book somewhere of when did this come about? Like, at what point did we realize, hey, we could use horses for? All of these things.
1: Yeah. I I don't know the exact date. Taking you um, back to Carroll College. I know. Uh, yeah. You're yeah. like making me dust off the cobwebs. And, yeah. Uh, so the person who really was one of the founders of it, her name was Barbara Rector. And she kind of helped um, the organization that I'm certified through, Path International. It used to be, oh, I hope I don't get this wrong, it used to be Path and EFMA. And EFMA was more of the mental health focus. And she was the real driving force of that. Um and it's still kind of one of those things where people, they don't really see the value. It's hard to or not see the value. It's hard to justify it through science um, or doing research because these are it's just not measurable.
0: Yeah, it's just hard.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm more hopeful now with technology that that might be something that can change. Um, but as of right now, it's just kind of when you experience it, you go, OK, I get it. But if you haven't had that experience, it can be hard. No,
0: you could set up. A, you, you could do this here. You you could right, set this up radio office. <laughs> uh, well, no, like here in Helena, you you could set up. You know, you're, you're saying you know at some point. I bet. You, I mean, they have those things. They they hook the things up to your noggin and they can measure your brain waves and different stuff. Mm-hmm. You could do that, right? That's
1: true. If anybody's listening that knows how to do that. Yeah, you, you can could set, set up a study up. and you know yeah. measure
0: brain waves with with people as they work with the horses and you can see different levels come down. I, I think you could do this, Kate.
1: I love your faith in me. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you could do this. What is it about animals? I mean, because it's as you say, it's not necessarily just horses. I mean, we we had somebody in um, recently talking about a program that they've expanded, and they're looking at even expanding further out at St. Peter's Health oh. using using dogs. Nice. You know, uh, and what is it about animals and, and and people?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that it goes back to just you know how we've we've developed. Um, we, I mean, typically the animals that we domesticate or we interact with their social horses had a lot of uses for us. I mean, before the automotive and the trains came in, it was like transportation, but they were also not as aggressive. Um, and then dogs too. So dogs mm-hmm. can, you kind of find the ones that are more docile, they come, they're a herd animal. Uh, so I think that's where that connection comes is there's pieces that remind of remind us of our past or our history of how we've all kind of developed together. And then there's just parts where, I mean, we're not doing this with like mountain lions or bears. Right. So it's like the type of animal, too. That would be
0: cool, though. <laughs> you know, what is, but horses in particular. I mean, there's something special about horses. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm a Billings kid. I'm a city kid by Montana standards. I, I didn't grow up around horses necessarily, but I've always loved horses. Is it the eyes? I think it's the eyes for me.
1: You know, that could be. Their eyes are so big. And that, I mean, that's true for babies that have big right. eyes, right? And we're drawn to that because we're going to take care of it. Um, the other thing with horses is I've noticed they're really polarizing. So you either love them or you're like, they terrify me. There's right. not a lot of middle, middle ground. Um, they're just beautiful. They're the clowns of the animal world. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good way to describe
0: you it. You love them and, or, or you go running terrified. Yeah. You know, walk us through, Kate, walk us through an example. Like give us a very generic, you know, he, here's the, the patient, here's their issue. And then this is what you would do.
1: Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it can be good for anybody, really. There's certain people that it would not. But really, it's about I practice in a body up versus a top down, um, which means really recognizing, you know, what is your body telling you as far as if you're feeling safe or unsafe? Um, and a lot of therapy tends to go the opposite direction where it's kind of talking your way through and, um, And so in a first session, we come in, we do a lot of safety introductions. I also do grounding exercises. So I have people find their feet. I often talk about, you know, imagine you're a tree and if you're in the wind, is it going to blow you over? Do you feel like you have a strong connection? Um, So really starting to build some awareness of what happens to my body when I'm in new situations or stressful situations. And then kind of finding the sweet spot of being alert enough to be safe, but calm enough to be safe. So we talk about that, um, do a lot of learning about what is basic horse body language so that they can be safe. And, um, then it just comes back to them recognizing their body. So if I'm, if I'm noticing something or the horses are maybe yawning and they're moving through different areas of activation, um, then we just talk about it. Clients can be really curious about it. That's the best way is if they kind of go, what's going on with that? Mm -hmm. Um, Or I'll point it out if they're not seeing it. And so then we get to kind of just slow down, figure out what's going on. Um, And then what I've noticed through all of that is typically when we do that pause, the horses then come to us and be more socially engaging, um, which really mirrors what happens in our brain when we're in different levels of just um, fight or flight or like our drive brain of Mm – I can be a healthy human being and engage. Yeah. So.
0: so this is one of those things where it sounds like, to, uh, to me anyway, that this is something that helps in in the moment. Obviously, you know, you're know, you with the horses, and but it's also there's some long-term b- mm-hmm. because th- there's some realization happening mm-hmm. at the same time. This is not just I get to be calm for an hour because I'm with a horse.
1: Yeah, it's not just that. I mean, that's certainly a benefit. There was recently a study done in HeartMath where they were talking about Um, we have electromagnetic pulses that come from us. And so horses are five times more. It's just a bigger field because they're just big. Mm -hmm. And it's a more regulating heartbeat. So there is a piece of just being in the setting is regulating. Um, But then when you're experiencing it, I mean, you're building new pathways. And so you're right. This does have long-term effects. Um, It also just allows for maybe more curiosity where it's less threatening because it's not maybe that individual or that person that could be triggering or brings up shame for someone they get to really look at like, oh, this horse is giving me information, and what other areas does this happen, or how can I do it different? And then they see really how it how it can change right then, right now, um, and then it brings possibilities of how can that be different within human relationships or right. family relationships. Yeah, so
0: it's really neat where, because obviously it's it's difficult to talk about, um, you know, anxiety issues or, or or traumas or you know whatever it is, and so in in a setting where you're in a room trying to talk with another person about it, that could be very hard. But if you sort of have that self-realization working with a horse, yeah, you can, you can reach the same conclusion. Can't you?
1: Yeah. And you often get there faster. Um, just because, I mean, some of that is because of what the horses bring. And if I was sitting, I mean, I do sit with clients in an office mm-hmm. and they're really, they can be really defended. And so they might have a presentation that is looks like they're calm, but on the inside they're really struggling
0: it's and, the duck, right? Like yeah, on the yes. surface, they're fine. But <laughs> underwater, the legs are going exactly. crazy.
1: Yeah. And I, you just don't pick up on it um, as easily. And so in, in the barn, the horses do. And so then I get to go, oh, something's happening. And then we get to look at that. And and then they get that immediate feedback of whether the horses come away or come to them or come away. Um, we also have done some really cool stuff around, you know, building obstacles that represent your defenses when you're pushing people away. And then they get to see, I mean, the horses come in and they react to this because it's, I mean, it's like, what is this thing in here? I've never seen it before. Um, And then the clients will choose to kind of move through that. And whether it's like starting to bring the barrier down, so it's more welcoming or stepping away from the barrier to engage because they really want to be with that horse. Um, It's been really, it's really cool. Some of the stuff that's, that I've seen and a part
0: of. Yeah. Kate Buddy's with us this morning. Uh, she uh, she works on Mountain and also uh, does a lot of equine-assisted mental health. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a neat thing because it seems to me that there's got to be some realization from these kids at some point. Like, at some point when they go out there, there's the, okay, I'm going to do something with a horse. But at some point, they have to realize this actually really helped. Mm-hmm. Ha- have they talked with you about that, of, like, the actual realization of because of the horse, this
1: um, I mean, some or is of it them, more
0: subconscious? Like,
1: yeah, I think some of them get it. They haven't really talked. We've seen yeah. it through the adults as far as, um, kids who have been really guarded, or maybe we had questions about how much had they remembered about their past and they'll come out for a session. Um, something will happen. They'll kind of talk about it. And then afterwards they'll, they've gone through their whole trauma story. Things that we just were like, Oh, we didn't even know you, if you had words for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that shows that there's something changing. Yeah. The adults that I've worked with, they're the ones who are more so who have said, um, who have that realization. So I work with someone who's talked about, you know, I've learned more about being in my body in the two months I've been with you than my whole life of working through therapy. Um, I've had other parents that have just talked about, wow, I didn't realize how anxious I get, or just being around this horse helps me be so much calmer and then yeah. work through things in a smarter way than yeah. reacting.
0: Well, and there's got to be, I know you talked about how, you know, you don't have folks, they're not riding the horses. Mm-hmm. But even just on the ground, there is, um, so, at some level, there's some control and there's some relationship mm-hmm. with a, a huge animal. Yeah. And as you said, I mean, it, it's not a dog. It's it's not a hamster. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that this is bigger than me. It doesn't have to listen to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's really great because it then provides opportunities to ask for help. So these are a lot of kids that because of the traumas or things they've experienced in life, adults haven't been safe. Um, So this provides an opportunity for me to hopefully reinforce that. I don't want to fail them in that way. Mm. Um, And then there's others that maybe if they're more of like a predator type kid where there's some sexual acting out, um, they can't. I mean, it, it, it switches them into a vulnerable place because you can't do that with a horse that's taller than my head. Right. I mean, you can try, but it's just like this is a very powerful big being. Um, yeah, that's scary if you don't have any knowledge about yeah. them.
0: Yeah. So, what is it like for you to be able to see the calming influence and to see those changes? I mean, because you kind of come in, you know the end of the story. You've read the last <laughs> chapter. You yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. And and so to to come in and to watch that process for you has to be such a neat rewarding thing.
1: Yeah, it feels really good, and it's also I mean it's been really beneficial for me too. Cause I have to do all the same things in the session that I'm asking them mm-hmm. to do. Um, and so it's just, it's nice to see the progress. It's nice to be a part of it in such a short time or even when families come in and they're kind of stressed out and we go through this activity and then to, to have the debrief at the end where they're talking about, you know, this is what I've learned, but it also, we get to highlight all the strengths that happen too. Cause a lot of times we focus on what are all the bad things that mm-hmm. are happening. Um, It feels really good. It feels really connecting. I I just feel it in my heart with them. Um, I've shared tears with people when they've had really powerful experiences. So, it's yeah, I just love it. I mean, it's why I I do it.
0: We've got got about two minutes exactly left. Uh, Is this, I guess, an ongoing therapy or is there a set like you you do a few things? I mean, it it seems like maybe it could be both.
1: It is both, yeah. So I have people that sign on for a set amount. Um, I have people that just come for maybe one or two. I also do like family intensives where it's like three consecutive days to five consecutive days to really pack in um, and build on the progress. And then I have people that um, it is kind of an ongoing thing where it's that's just what they're using for their therapy. And you can take some breaks. You can come back to it. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. So That's cool. If people want to find out Kate more about uh, about what it is that you do, how, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, uh, well, you can get in contact with Inner Mountain. That's a great place to have referrals sent over. And then um, also, I, I don't it'd be my phone number, but I don't really want to give that, I guess, out to the world. Is there yeah. a way that... They like,
0: can get a hold of me and I can connect yeah. them if we yeah. want to do that. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So if, if you want to get a hold of Kate um, and, and find out more information about the uh, equine-assisted mental health, uh, you can shoot me an email. It's just Troy at MontanaRadio.com, and I'll make sure to uh, get... Uh, her, your information, and uh, that way she can touch base with you. But I think this uh, th- this is such a, uh, a fantastic thing. I, I, I think there's potential to help an awful lot of people mm-hmm. yes. uh, with this, with an awful lot of things. And and Kate clearly knows her stuff. She knows what she's doing. And uh, so I appreciate you coming in yes, and chatting with me. us about it. And you use, uh, in our final 45 seconds here, because uh, I know everybody wants to know, you use four horses. Uh, what are their names?
1: Yeah, I have two girls, they're Bella and Rainy, and then I have two boys, Cosmo and Stetson, and they all have their different different kind of strengths. Stetson's kind of the favorite. He's a little fjord, so he just looks like a teddy bear and is very snuggly. <laughs> um, and Cosmo used to be a model, so he has his own quirks. And then my girls are just they're just kind of I don't know, typical typical not typical women, but um <laughs> they're very caring, but also if you're if you're kind of not interested, they'll give you space. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm a Seinfeld fan, so I'm going to go with Cosmo this yes. <laughs> morning. Uh, Kate Boddy with, uh, with Intermountain and uh, an expert in equine-assisted mental health. Kate, uh, we're all out of time. Thanks so much. Thank you. And once again, if you want to know uh, anything about this, if you want to connect with Kate, shoot me an email. It's troy at montanaradio.com. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by CoffeeBreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.